1: Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
0: Welcome. We'd like to uh, invite you to uh, listen to our good friend Kelly Swanson, owner of On the Beach here in Monterey, California. And uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to come and hang out with us and talk to us about your shop.
2: No worries. Thanks for having me. That's On the Beach Surf Shop.
0: On the beach, surf shop. Ah. What's the website? Since, since 1986.
2: Yep. Actually, it's going to be in two days from now. It'll be 34 years, April 24th. <laughs> Damn! Congrats. Yeah, it's going to be well, a pretty trip of uh, not being open on the day that we, you know, started out.
1: No kidding. You're going to have to have a Zoom anniversary party.
2: Oh, we're going have- <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow congrats that's incredible 34 years yeah pretty crazy i opened the store when i was 20 years old
1: all right before we go to the store before we start talking about on the beach surf shop let's go back in time and uh kelly tell us where you were from and how you got into surfing
2: well what's crazy is i'm from a little farming town outside fresno and um when I was eight years old, my parents sent me over to Kinlan Camp in Santa Cruz in the Soquel Mountains. So every summer I'd drive, they would drop me off, and I'd spend three weeks at that camp. And that was Inland? Uh, what's that?
1: What camp was that again?
2: Kinlan. Kinlan? Yeah, in Soquel Mountains, right above Capitola. Okay. Nice. Basically in Santa Cruz, you know. Okay. So uh and every year, you know, they ship me since I was eight till I was fourteen years old. Wow. So, yeah. So they get I think once to get me out of their hair for the summer, but my parents had a a hardware mortar part chemical business, tires and I was the third child from my brother and sister and they're way, you know, thirteen years, eight years older. So I was a I was the child that came a little later in life and was inspected coming. Oops.
1: Yeah so kelly oops sorenson so they they had uh almost like a hardware style full utility retail shop
2: yeah farming supplies farming tires. supplies okay yeah tires hardware motor parts we had a tire store right there
0: wow so, so you, you kind of grew up in the re well in retail
2: one hundred percent, my grandfather started in nineteen twenty five in the, that little town, Mendota, from a hardware um welding supplies, doing big tanks, all those farming tanks, water tanks, so yeah, the roots are in mendota
1: wow did 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 your uh relatives have farms too, or
2: no, not farms, they're just more on the retail side of it,
1: okay, so they're
2: supplying to the farmers, yeah. So we were in bed with them pretty much because the farmers were doing good, and obviously they're paying their bills, and you know, so it's part of the industry that we were there that we supplied to them. Yeah. So were you a, a slave uh, labor as a as as a child? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's just keep them busy. Go count bolts. You know, how many bolts do we have? I was already <laughs> four years old. So the you didn't thing. have
1: a scanner. You had to do it one by one, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, looking at what my dad did and how he owned pretty much like a half-city block of hardware and mortar parts. And I remember him doing all his inventory, which was on these little cards. I couldn't even imagine doing it. My mom was the bookkeeper that ran the books, and it was all by hand, too.
1: Wow, that's so crazy. Just yeah, they think, had think, four, about four. What, think about how much more work.
3: Okay, it's time to commit. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: Retail was, back in the day, I mean, I'm sure it hasn't changed totally, but at least we have computers. But back then it was all like, you know, using your your brain. And your yeah, hands and your fingers and all that. It's crazy. Me, me
0: and Lyndon, when we worked at uh, Huntington Service Sports. It's
1: Lyndon we, and I. Jay. Lyndon
0: and I. Okay. Corrector. <laughs> we used to have to fill out and write out the item on a triplicate receipt, you know, on every item. So you had to have good penmanship for sure.
1: Yeah. So yeah. so, tell us about uh, that camp. What Was it Kit Kittlington? Kinlan. Kinlan. had to
2: wear these green short shirts with a horse on it. (laughs) But every Sunday, they'd have beach day. So I got to go to the beach, and they had activities. So they had scuba diving, which I took, sailing, which I took. Anything you can get to the beach, I took it. Yeah. But I grew up on swim team because growing up in Mendota, you know, by Fresno, it's you know 110 105 degrees. I mean, yeah, your life was in the pool trying to just cool off, yeah. So, I was on the swim team all the way through high school, so swimming was just like an easy forte of mine. Nice, which, as you know, is you know, if you're a good swimmer, you got a paddle, you actually can you know paddle out on a board, and you still got your head of the game, yeah. So, did they have boards you guys could? Yeah, they had bodyboards. They never meant yeah. surfboards just because that's – but they take it to the beach and they had everybody – the whole camp was there. It was three buses down and they go to – right past, back in the day, past Portola Surf
1: Shop. So what you're saying is you lost your virginity at this summer camp. <laughs> no. I uh, meant surfing. I'm a Catholic boy. <laughs> <laughs> Summer camp. What time at summer girlfriend camp? Girlfriend was
2: a good Catholic girl, I should say. Uh.
1: You got the surf bug. That's what he I said. Got, uh, I got the surf bug. <laughs> big time. so, you know. so you guys boogie boarded a lot then. Boogie boarded.
2: I actually have an O'Neill wetsuit that I first tri- used. So the zipper in the front, shorts. It was just you know, I was thought I was so cool because I meet all these kids from Newport Beach. And coming, you know, from Newport and being the full surf crew and some of our counselors were surfers. Mm. So it was just, you know, kinda of idolized these guys. So and then at one point after I think it was three years, four years going, I actually loved it so much. I spent six weeks at camp for the oh, last wow. three years. Yeah. And my parents were like, huh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. you know I was good. I love what I did and love the camp. So it was a very it was a great camp. And it's still going today too.
1: That's rad. What uh, yeah. so at what, at what point did at what point in time did you start or find a surfboard and start surfing?
2: Well, as I said, the Sundays we go to beach day, it mm-hmm. would drive right past Portola Surf Shop. Okay, down it's called Santa Mose. Is where they would take us, and so every time that my parents would pick me up after after camp, I would go actually go to you know, to Mike Locatelli's store that owned Portola at the time, and buy all my. School stuff there, and then on the camp also took us to the boardwalk, and there was a killer store of just you know surf stuff down in Marini's. They kind of had this surf more we'll called a surf shop, but they had all the surf apparel bands, op yeah, all that, all this sick op airbrush boards back in the day, uh-huh. yeah, props. It was just like oh, this so that's kind of really I was so drawn to it and just yeah, thought it was the coolest thing and I'd go back to Fresno like, I say Fresno but no one in the knows where Mendota is yeah. um, but I'd have bands like I was the first person to have bands in my school oh Holy you were smokes. the Trent Center oh yeah wow Outside, you know Senior Lopez I was just <clears throat> living it up but it was just like
1: did you have the flock of Seagulls haircut with the <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I can a couple pictures that I got. That yeah, we got to get those pictures from you. Back
0: when we used to have hair, I used to have long hair. I yeah.
1: Did you rock a mullet since since you lived inland?
2: Uh, no, I never did the mullet thing. I was never. It's funny. I was never rocked. rock. My friends were all hard rock guys, and I was just kind of this in between, kind of more, you know, trying to listen to freaking English beat and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was definitely this. Our school was very rocked out. That's funny.
0: So where where would you stay if you went to the camp for three weeks and then you started extending, like, to a six-week trip? Who were you hanging with?
2: Well, I was hanging with everybody that was at the camp, but then once, another good thing is one of our friends had a house literally right on the beach in the Seabright. Wow. And when I turned 16, again, I'm 120 miles away from the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when I, when I was very independent, my parents got Invested in the company and the thing blew up. So they always had cars for me because they just had some funds sitting in this kind of a trust account, I guess, or insanity he invested in. So he got me my cars. But my first car was a 280Z 2 plus 2, and I put all these Santa Cruz. (laughs) And when I was 16, I literally drove to Santa Cruz with a couple of friends. In this day and age, there's no way in hell I'd let my can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot
1: more lax back in the day.
2: Oh, just like, very yeah. much. Yeah, I'm going to go to Santa Cruz, but we had friends. They knew where I stayed, but they literally had a house on the other side of the boardwalk. On it was at the very end of Sea Right. There was Sconey's house, and they let me stay there. Oh, the keys right here. Go ahead and stay there. Or, or they were there. Yeah. So I get to wake up and I look out the window and the beach is right there. Nice. That's insane. Oh, it was in, yeah, incredible.
1: So, it was summertime, though. So was there waves in the summertime in Santa Cruz or?
2: Oh, Santa Cruz goes off. South Swell, Pleasure Point.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. Was
2: steamer, but there was one, and I bought a surfboard my sophomore year. And just, I think I surfed it three times at Cal's and think I was in. And there was one day that I was there and uh, another Santa Cruz guy had no wetsuit on. It was summertime, so, but I had a spring suit on. And this guy dropped in on this guy, and he's like, oh, you know, fucking San Jose Coop, get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I hate these guys. And he looked at me like I was some local guy. I'm just like, dude, I'm from Mendota. <laughs> 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 I'm
3: like,
2: I'm in. I'm, kind of, I'm accepted, you know. I yeah, you are. first time like, he thinks I live here, I'm like, oh, my God. So I dro- literally drove to the Ford dealership got one of their license plate frames and put it on my car. <laughs> Smart. Smart. <laughs> I like it. So at that point I'm just like, oh I'm in. You know, but they I've had we spent time on there all the time anyway. But it was just more like I was just drawn into this. And then when Mike I bought my first board off Mike and I was just like idolize the guy. He looked like Magnum P. I. <laughs> so, I mean literally the big guy mustache. Hold <laughs> on. I mean it was just
1: so that was your first uh, like real surf shop that you hung out at? Oh for Portola. Sure. Portola for Surf. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah. the guy's name was Mike Locatelli. Mike Locatelli. Yeah. He's
2: the reason why I'm here today. One nice. of the reasons. Yeah. But you know, he treated me cold. You know, you got surf shop status and you go in there and they, they you know, you idolize those guys behind the counter.
1: Yeah. The
2: grom and not even know I was even a grom, but I was just one of those guys with and mom and dad's, you know, credit card was easy. Oh, I need a new wetsuit. Okay. I only wore it six times, but I want another one. So that's <laughs> fine. Wow. Cha-ching, ching You know, I'm like, oh, this guy's kill. You know, he's cool. Did, and, was,
0: it, was it a classic surf shop with, like, TV playing videos every day and a little couch area? Or, uh, know, that, no, some? that
3: was actually a
2: little before kind of TVs rolled out, you know. I mean, I think there might have been one back then, but I don't remember. The, his shop was so small. Yeah. But it was more about the guys. But he had this one girl that was just beautiful, <laughs> and you know she can float straight up. It was just <laughs> like wow, and he just like
1: Google over there. He's, he's a smart man. He's a smart businessman. <laughs> oh yeah, no. you got you to yeah. hire you know the right I'm staff. I'm not going there right now. <laughs> I'm that one.
0: So, so <laughs> were you were you like uh, doing any any work at the shop like?
2: Well, it's just funny. There's one day, and then um, one day, I drove all the way from Fresno. Don patrolled it. It was my senior year, and there was no waves. It was completely flat, and I'm just bound flying because I'm like, "This is a fucking ocean. There's no waves. What the hell? there's no waves here." Not knowing swell or anything. Yeah. You know? Just thinking, I always went to the ocean. there was always waves. Not knowing weather. You know, yeah. Yeah. Total. Not even in the know.
1: There's no nine seven six surf yet. No, no, no. <laughs> or surf live.
2: <clears throat> no. So I was just like, I can't really So I waited till the store opened, and I literally had nothing else to do. I stepped at that store and hung out for like six hours, <laughs> talking and trying to help him because I was working. I always worked at my mom and dad's store, so it was easy. Yeah. He just wanted to be in there, and he's always treating me well because we always talk. I brought him cantaloupes if. He, don't know, but Mendota is the cantaloupe capital of the world. Oh, wow. Wow. So, all those nice cantaloupes, this is where I'm from. <laughs> you know, uh, farmed.
1: So, so. What What was that first board that you bought? A Chuck Denson. A Chuck Denson? Benson. Vincent? Okay. Ben,
2: Chuck Denson. Uh, was he a local shaper up there? Or Yep. Okay. Yeah. Was it a thruster, twin fin? What was it? Thruster. Like, hmm. guess some like 6'2 brand new just right off the rack not even going in just I want that brand new board new with Western some hotline.
0: sweet 80s air, airbrush
2: yep yeah it's pretty sick
1: nice nice so yeah. so that was your wait, what were you saying uh, senior year you senior year, just drove Just to be a part of it you yep. know and, and you're staying at that guy. dude's house that your friend's house what's that you were staying at your friend's
2: house yeah which was about half a mile away from Portola. Yeah. So. And how yeah. did you spend the whole summer that time? Uh, no, but I got – because I had to work. My dad put me to work. So okay. I was there you know, going back and forth during – but I get to stay at their house. Yeah. So maybe every other weekend I'd be able to go. But um, – we- and then –
0: you put the surf shop's uh, phone number on speed dial so you could call and see if there's waves. <laughs>
2: uh, no, I just went. <laughs> you
0: Didn't even care. You didn't you're gonna yeah, go anyway. Better. Yeah,
1: yeah. But there was waves every time I else I went, so it didn't matter. <laughs> did, did you yeah. ever try to surf contests? How? How? It must have been hard to progress, right? Like, because oh you're... yeah,
2: well I first so I after summer I actually moved to Monterey. Okay. So. But I wanted to move, my parents were like, I want to move to Santa Cruz because that's what I knew. And, you know, we always went to Monterey, too. had friends with houses. So both places we went back and forth. But Santa Cruz is what I knew. And I was like, hey, I want to go to Cabrillo, the junior college there, and learn something because I just wasn't great in school. But I know what my destiny was to take over or be a part of the family business. And I really just, that's what I knew. That's what I was going to do and just go to Santa Cruz, get out of town, and then come back. But so they didn't let me go to Santa Cruz. So I'm like, well, my friend was going to Monterey Peninsula College, the junior college here. I'm like, hey, I bought an MPC. And my dad was a huge golfer. So that was very easy to sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll come yeah. and hang out with you. I'll yeah. come visit. A lot of friends and he just, he was involved in this um, television um, station. They just sold out. So he had some cash sitting around to invest. So he bought a condo. So at 18 years old, in Monterey, I got a fr- whole condo to myself.
1: What? Sick. Wow. And, and Dude, it, you had
2: the life of luxury oh. right there, brother. It was pretty cool. they come over. The, I mean, obviously they were there for the weekends. Yeah. They'd have this whole, con- And again, I it's very independent. And, um, so and it just, the way it happened, this condominium used to be an old folks kind of like age bracket. Yeah. But then this new law came in that they couldn't do that anymore. You know, so, I was literally the first kid that came in to that condominium complex. <laughs> so there is new rules happening all the time. You can't have twenty five people in the jacuzzi. <laughs> 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 that sounds like a really big jacuzzi, or yeah, was not really, but it was you know, there's some laps lap children going on, that's for sure.
1: Yeah.
2: but Kelly yeah. kept breaking kept the rules hard... and they kept adding them. <laughs> oh yeah they kept on mad at him and my parents kept on getting calls hey you can't do this and that or, no
0: know. no wheel in the kegs down to the jacuzzi area
2: <laughs> no no one time we were surfing and all of a sudden the fog came in and we just literally were like oh let's go back to my place and we literally had about 20 people on the pool and that's when they got all okay no no no
1: yeah, so, yeah.
2: but it was quite funny
0: so, what did you go to school for? Like, just general um, classes or did you do yeah, business?
2: Well, I took automotive. Nice. Because that's what I was going back to be in. Yeah. It, that didn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... First, I was doing business classes mostly and math. Yeah. And uh, and I just started surfing and got to hang out with all these guys and just got in with the full surf crew and just kind of got in there quickly. And kind of just was around now it's all about thinking about surf 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 like wow I'm surfing every day and this is what I dreamed about yeah so at that time I did a whole year at MPC and barely got through took an oceanography which was insane um, business was good the, the automotive was done though I was just like I have no interest in this and it was kind of like the light bulb that went off I'm like I don't have no interest in this why do I want to go back there right but parents made me go back to summer. Made me work, do all these deliveries, chemicals. I had a full, um, full on. I had to go to all these farms and deliver parts, chemicals, tires. Just this whole route yeah. I had to go through. Were, were your other siblings already in that? like the um, family business. Dad was one of the guys that ran the chemical business. So, which was our main business, the chemical yeah. pesticides thing. But hardware and tires ran themselves, kind of. But it was, you know, they worked their asses off. They built it and they, they did a great job. And it's just, you know, they tried to teach me. I think the biggest thing my, I got from my dad and I still use today, he was, it was in the warehouse one day and I was literally just brooming it. And he comes out there and says, dude, you're doing it wrong. This is how you do it. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just putting dust, you know, pushing the broom around. He's like, no, you got to push it slower because if you push it the way you are, you're just going to have to go back and get the dust that you threw up in the air. It's coming back down. <laughs> so, you know, you know the simple things kind of thing, you know? It's yeah. So as soon as you leave, I'm going back to my, you know, dust yeah. plate, the way I want to do it. But I use that term today because it's the most simple thing to use. It's like if you just teach your kid or teach your employee the right, way. The, right way the first time and they get it. It's gonna help the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. The whole store. Yeah. So I always tell that story, and I, it's one of the biggest things I use today. And, you know, with all the employees, on, if you just do it right the first time and continue, you're gonna succeed and take this on to your own life too. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like so, it's that saying. Good team. advice. Me- measure twice, cut once, or something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been redoing racks in here since we've kind of closed down the place. So.
1: You should bring Lind
0: in there. He he's really handy with tools.
2: No.
1: <laughs> no. I yeah. I am not.
2: Yeah. Well, the whole store is custom built, so I've actually seen all the guys do it. The bamboo poles I have, I pretty much eighty percent I did myself in here. So it's it's quite my little village here. So nice.
1: so so what happened after uh, college?
2: Well, since after that summer, I literally drove back. I only stayed one weekend back home, and then all the other weekends, I came directly back here. Tomorrow, riding as fast as I can just to catch that evening glass off and surf and get back. I mean, there's so many parties to go to and all this and seeing all the friends and just it just felt home. So yeah. it's just like living somewhere else that I didn't want to live. And coming back here was more like this is where I want to be.
1: Were you getting heat from your parents? No. No. No.
0: You're you're working, getting your stuff done and yeah. bouncing yeah. on the weekend.
2: Yeah, they saw the independence and they and they actually drove, you know, they came to the weekend too. So they were here. Yeah. What's nice is they came went back to Fresno, but they come on the weekends most of the time and were spend more. So I've always kind of called call live with my parents, but it was yeah. enough that they weren't there enough, but enough to, you know not miss them or anything, you know? Right, right, right. So, And my sister and brother come over on, you know, time too. So it was a family second house, I should say. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. So, um, so what led you to starting a shop? Um,
2: well, knowing after that summer, I didn't want to go back to Mendota and, what I'm like, wow, in 80, you know, it's 84, so surf is just booming. Yeah. And knowing Michael, I tell because when I came over here, there's another store over here. That was good, and the owners were nice and funny. The, uh, this guy, Brad Johnson, was one of those called Sunshine Freestyle. He's actually originally from Fresno, too. Okay. So it's quite weird, funny at the same time that two guys came from inland and opened up surf shops. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like we were like we were born in the wrong place, but loved surf and got involved. And you know he's a big skier too that uh, I was, and over there. And we knew kind of the same people that mentored us in our that, that part of the ski part. So, anyway, so but Michael Ocatelli back and again our relationship. So I went to him going, hey, I want to open a surf shop in Carmel, and he's just like, what well you want to be my partner, you know? And he's like. Uh, yeah. Cause he's got all the connects. Yeah. Yep. Kind of my mentor. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to go back to Mendota. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He's got the experience and he could, you know, yeah, kind of yeah, help with the,
1: know the, the balance, process. Connects, you so, know. so, uh, what, what was that other surf, surf Sunshine
2: shop? Freestyle.
1: Sunshine Freestyle. And were there other surf shops?
2: In, uh, there's there is some other shops that came and gone. You know, everybody tried to oh, we'll open the shop, and it yeah. just didn't work out. There's yeah. probably like five, three to three four stores open up here and there. There's some mall stores at Sweats and Surf. Yeah, yeah. you know that. That kind of so so so, yeah,
1: but so it was tried. 84 that you decided to open up the shop. Yeah, April 24th,
2: 1980. No, 86. 86. So okay. Two years out of high school.
1: Three years out of high school. Wow. Okay.
2: Uh, Twenty years old. Was it like full hard goods,
0: wetsuits, and clothing? Like shop? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah. full store yeah shop. That's full awesome. Full store shop.
1: Skateboards. So, so. how did you uh, start it with with uh, help from your parents?
2: Yeah, well, that what remember when I said my dad invested in this thing and it yeah. Just, so his it was I think he put like thirty thousand dollars into this investment from another guy that. He, um, that used to work for him came to like, hey, gave him a sales pitch, I want to do this, and he only put thirty grand in, and it basically that business blew up too, and it just became my fun. So, <laughs> well, I mean, he put me through school, buy my cars, you know, so it was just like this is my. I don't even call it a trust fund, but it was something that they invested in. Like, this is someday this could be his.
0: Yeah. use Use it for uh, business or maybe buy your own, you know, condo or house or. Yeah. It just
2: happened. It really worked well. And so instead, so the college fund, you know, you save college fund for kids. This is my college fund, basically. Yeah. 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 So so he let me, it basically took $100,000 out to open the store. Wow. We made. We gave Mike forty percent of the business just because he of his know how.
1: Right. Yep.
2: Of what? So that that was it. And then we kind of, you know, went over a little budget, so we grabbed twenty more grand. So one hundred and twenty grand was the full all in startup. Startup. So, so who in did Carmel? Which was people are just like, are you kidding me? It's like you know, radio down Beverly Hills, kind of that status quo.
1: Right. Yeah. Carmel's pretty bougie, right? Really? It's, yeah. I mean, it
2: kind of is then, but super now. Yeah. Crazy. You know, love Carmel, but it, it's not a real town. It's it, a tourist it, destination. It's, it's a tourist. It's a beautiful second home, third home, fourth home, fifth home. Pebble Beach is right next to it. I mean, yeah. You know, so it's just it doesn't cater to locals very well anymore. Yeah. But still, so how beautiful. did you de-
1: how did you decide on on the name on the beach?
2: Where'd well, they... it's funny. I actually, you know, how surfing sports are all, yeah. we wanted to call it Carmel Surfing Sport just because Carmel is such an iconic um, name. Yep. And funny, that same year, Clint Eastwood was running for mayor
1: <laughs>
2: and became mayor. Okay. So as, as we were opening our store, this whole huge thing about Carmel was in the same time that Clint was running. So Carmel was just blowing up, tourists everywhere, buses flowing in. Where's Clint? Where's Clint? You know? Yeah. Where's Dirty Harry? Oh yeah. He had the hog breath, you know. So he had his bar there. Hang, hang a right, Clyde. Yeah, dude. Yeah. How?
1: Just well, think,
0: well,
2: we,
1: you could have made sorry. T-shirts that said Clint don't surf.
2: Yeah, but it was more about ice cream back then. I guess there was an ice cream thing you can't drink, you know. And Clint's big deal, or it, it was, it was good. It was, Make, yeah, my uh, my day, yeah.
1: <laughs> Make my day. Go
2: ahead. You feel lucky. Make my day. You did so much for the city and this the especially the Carmel Youth Center. You really did a great
1: job. So so I don't think you answered the question. How did you come yeah. up with on the beach? Oh, well I was getting there. Okay.
2: Carmel. So Carmel <laughs> Servant Sports. So we went to the when I first went to the business license thing I asked them, hey, I want to open the business and they're just like, Oh, well, where's your dad? I'm like, No, I'm opening the business. I was like okay, so and I, I came back and it's like oh I want to do you know it's gonna be called Carmel Servant Sports like well you can name it that way, but you, we have this thing you can't print Carmel on t-shirts you can't call your business Carmel something wow oh. so because this way you can have it but you can't print it because you're selling the name of Carmel right so I was like oh that sucks because that's you know Surf Shop's backgrounds back. Bone as their own line, their yeah. own name. The know? destination, that's, yeah. Totally. So I wonder.
0: I wonder if that's why, like Huntington servant Sport versus Huntington Beach servant Sport, and new, you know, like I wonder if there's ways to wiggle, yeah, know, but, wiggle around it.
1: But those shirts yeah, say Huntington Beach, California.
2: But Carmel is such, you know, anti-tourist t-shirts and all that. Yeah, they just put it in as a. And it's a real small town. Really? Yeah.
1: I'm
3: surprised so, they didn't let
1: you do it and just um, require, like, a royalty or a license or something
2: like that. Well, I'm glad they didn't. It was yeah. actually the best thing ever because we came up with a way better name of On the Beach. Yeah. But it literally came from that book on the beach, the Holocaust book, not hol- the nuclear, hol- Nuclear. Know, Mike's the one that actually brought it up. He huh. had some had a designer guy kind of helping design the store at that time. And he they said, well, how about On the Beach? It's like, yeah. You know, you're always saying, hey, let's meet On the Beach or something. Yeah. So it actually turned out. And what's nice is because if we were called Carmel Servantsport, I mean, now we are in Monterey, then we can't globally move it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, you don't want to put a name unless you're, you know, Huntington. Yeah, for sure. You're not moving out of Huntington. Yeah. But just think of Huntington had another store in Newport. Or mean, Pasadena. Or pa- yeah, Pasadena. <laughs> well, Pasadena Surf, surf and Sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so.
0: I think there
1: was a Pasadena Surf and Sport, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not
0: really. <laughs> HSS. That's mm-hmm. when they switched to HSS. Oh, uh,
2: really?
1: They had one? No, yeah. I don't think so.
0: They are trying to get one pushed through.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, so that was the best thing ever that we changed the name because it is so, you know, Gold movie can take it anywhere if you really wanted to. Yeah. Not so that I wanted.
1: So you were 20 years old and you went to your dad and said, hey, I want to start my own business. I want to open up a surf shop. Yep. You, you know, he, he, was he apprehensive or was he just like, sure, man, go for it?
2: Well, he first kind of talked to me. It's like, oh, well, what, would, what do you plan on doing? It's like, well, all I was planning on doing is like, OK, I'm, I'm in love with surf. Yep. I love girls. And, <laughs> and and I want to be around Surf. So those three factors are at twenty years old. <laughs>
1: you know? I get to do it all. <laughs> did he did so, he ask you for a business plan? Like a proper
2: Yeah, well when I brought in see I already propped Mike into the whole business met right. him before because they're just going, How much is why is this all on our credit card bill? <laughs> you know. So like yeah, had actually. Uh, so they put a limit on me when going to Mike's store so they've actually had this conversation <laughs>
1: yeah your dad's but your dad's hand. probably <laughs> smart enough to figure out hey if my son's doing this there's probably yeah. hundreds of other kids doing this so exactly if he, right so he starts his own deal and he he's like he, he does it the right way he might be able to do something with it yeah
2: yeah no he, but he basically says like well if you're not going to learn and I was never I grew up with dyslexia I, I school is not my forte at all yeah you know, but I'm a, I was a people. Join the person. club. <laughs> I saw him in action, and my best school was seeing my mom and dad run their own business. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was an everyday school for me because I was there after school. So I and saw him bringing him home. Saw my mom till two a.m. doing the books. I mean, it's just you know, I go out there and she's still out there at doing all everything. Yeah. So they work their asses off.
1: It's crazy so, how much you learn in real life than in books right i mean not yeah. not to discourage education or anything like that but real life experience really has more value than you know well that I and, and this that and the
0: simple things that you don't think about while growing up like yeah. you know the work ethic you know you just yeah. you just thought it was the norm like watching your parents do this and you're yeah. like, well <coughs> if that's the norm then that's what i'm gonna do
2: yeah. yeah, and you're seeing them in action. So, you know, I'm not a book learner. I'm a, a visual learner. Yeah. So seeing them, even though I wasn't, as going back to the story of sweeping. Yeah. It literally is. I saw them in action, and, and I really learned to talk to other people yeah. through them. Yeah. How to communicate.
0: Communicate and, how customer service is, I mean, everything, and how you, how relationship building, you know, is long, long-term. long
2: so oh, it's, a back, it's a background of any business. Yeah.
0: So, so,
1: 1986 on the beach in Carmel. Yep. Um, you, who who talked to the uh, who negotiated the lease? Who found the the location? Um, did I that all...
2: and then I went to Mike. It's like, hey, I got a spot. There was this company called Dick Bruin, and they owned a store called the Back Back Pocket. And at that time. You'll like this one. This guy was the manager of the Back Pocket, and then they moved it right next to the Hogs Breath. Okay. But but the guy's name is Tommy Noble. Huh. Sound familiar? Yeah. Noble Peace Press? Newport Surfing Sport.
1: Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. So his,
2: he was the manager for Dick Bruin, and then he they moved it to the Hogs Breath, and then Tommy... Somehow, I forgot, I don't know this whole story, but he got involved with Paul at Newport Surfing and Sport and he came, went down there and became his manager. I forgot I forgot Paul's name, the original He's guy. Yes. Yeah. So there's the connection. And Tommy's brother, Pete Noble, which is a Monterey High f- um, football coach. And if you don't know Pete's name, he's got one of the biggest, longest um, surfboard collections. He's owned oh, wow. all these classic, all the boards that are in my store, I've had since day one. And Tommy used to work for Locatelli. Okay. So there's a full circle kind of there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: I got introduced to all those guys, and Pete has eight boards in here right now on display. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I'm his storage unit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it also because is like
2: cool. It's like cool art, oh, too. Oh, no, it's insane. I have a salmon yeah. that's worth about 80,000 bucks. Holy you? moly. Yeah, it's legit. The twin fin salmons.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. We're going to have to get a photo of that one. In one day with WingNet, he's like, just looked up at the board and I shaped that board. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? You know?
0: Hey, I got a board. uh, You might be interested. in. I got like equal, like thirty third on at the uh, two star QS event back in you know ninety one. Yeah, might be worth you know something. (laughs) I'm
1: just kidding. (laughs) So, 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 boom! You open up the store. Locatelli's forty percent owner. Forty percent owner, right? Yep. And uh, how was it? Like. You have a huge grand opening, was it? easy?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, when that's where I was just like the little kid and Loco was doing everything, he kind of had this party. And the girl at the time, Cindy Ferreira, um, was his girlfriend, and she went on later to own Sessions snowboard clothing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, snowboard.
2: yeah. And now she owns Merge Four socks, okay. So, but that was Loco's girlfriend at the time, and she was very um, you know, ongoing. All those foam signs back in the day, those 80s foam signs with logos on it, she made all those. Huh. But Jay, how do you like that board? Curran. Nice. The rib Rip Curl,
0: Almeric. Nice, I like that.
2: Yeah. So here's all these boards. We're what doing we? a,
0: a FaceTime uh, walk through the shop and checking out the, the Quiver kind of above the fixtures hanging from the
2: ceiling all those yeah this is lights are off so it's kind of hard to see but here's that twinner wow 19.2 Simmons damn yep how much is that thing worth? at one point I mean you know when it was booming 80,000 is what he told me wow I don't know if he'd get that today so, uh,
1: it's impressive. And, yeah. All right. So, so you're 20 years, so you op- 20 years old. So 20 years old. You open the store. store. You have you have all the brands, right? Locatelli secured all yeah, the brands. Yeah,
2: we, we didn't get Gotcha for a while because Sunshine had it and they had a good relationship with them. G- Greg Garrett was the rep, Kenny Kadapo. Um, but once they saw the store, because You know, back in the day, as you pointed out earlier, you know, you go to a shop and there's a TV there, right? And everybody's sitting in the corner. Well, technically, I had the the flat screen TV in our store even before they came out. (laughs) So what I did is embedded in a box on this wall, I embedded the TVs. So on the wall, it looked flat. So they just weren't. Here's a TV somewhere, right, right. You know, I and mean, the hey, you actually had the visual surf movies going all day, with two of them, not just one, but two. Yeah, added in the wall.
1: Sweet. So did but, you go all out with with your like build out? I think at that time we did. Yeah. But
2: it's, you know, it was in the '80s, so you had a lot of color, a lot of the floor was actually cement floor. so we splatter painted the floor. Which, in its day, and was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could not pull that off today. Yeah. <laughs> so little, little neon splatter. Oh yeah, neon. We had I had a black light that would splatter, paint all this neon, and black light would pop it.
1: Do so. You, so when you, how how was the the first week, first day? Was it everything that you expected? Like. Oh, more. Nice. Good
0: turnout. You already had a lot of relationships with the probably the, the crew around your same age, right?
2: Yeah, it, it was very exciting to because the crew got behind it. Again, there's a lot of youth going on. And I was yeah. involved with it, and uh, and it was just one store here. Sunshine was the only store here for ten years. Yeah. So I think there might have been a couple little you know other stores, but nothing like what they were. And they put on a contest every year, which was sick, you know. And still was going forward for a while. Um, so, you know, they gave back to the locals and it was, you know, Brad's such a killer guy, you yeah. know, what, I hate competitor against him cause I liked him so much.
1: Yeah. What, um, what were some, some of your like surprises when you first opened, you know, that first month you're like, Whoa, I can't believe we did this or I can't, you know, I can't believe this is going off or was there anything like that or. I don't know. I
2: think it was, i Coming from my parents, it was just like my dream come true.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like I just, you know, I was telling my parents I want to get a job, I'll get a busboy job and this and that just to, cause it was a cool it's like you got the full surf crew or bus boys and then they surf all day or you know, or you get yeah. that. I want to be a part of, but at that point I didn't you know, I was sponsored by my mom and dad, so I didn't really need the money. It's just I wanted to go out and branch out. Yeah. And um so I'm like, well, shit! What a better way of doing it? Yeah. To yeah. Open stuff, you know. And like, you know, going back to it wasn't about the, it was never about the money. It was just about just being part of it. Yeah. Were, were you doing some cool like local events? Like, were you doing we any? had like, skateboard competitions. Yeah. Uh, you know, i was putting on that contest, so it's just like, okay, they got that dialed. So you know, we did in 1989 we started snow trips out of our you know that's when snowboarding started hitting yeah yep. so we do bus trips right out of Carmel literally you know half of two blocks away from the beach we're grabbing going snowboarding from our store yeah so and
1: that's a good point of difference and separation from you know your competition right adding yeah, another I mean, service
2: they have, they have, yeah they have you know something to do something we had skateboard competitions one of my good friends um, was a pro, Rob Roscoff. Yeah. And, and he knew everybody at that time. Skating was blowing up.
1: Santa Cruz, uh, Santa Cruz skateboards. Yeah. He's the um, one with the hand coming out of the dart. The, totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we had, you know, actually opened a store with Mike. Like, first year we had like $40,000 just sitting in our bank account just because it's like, wow, we did okay. You know? Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let's open another store. So. We had a lot of people from Salinas area come to our store, and we're just like, "Oh, let's just um, open a store over there. Let's let's get big, you know." Yeah. So we opened it over there, and you know, bigger is not
1: better. Yeah, was, yeah. But but it's easy to fall into that trap, right? Oh yeah.
2: I mean, you're 20 now. At the time I'm 21 years old. It's like, yeah, we're gonna blow it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you got the recipe. You got a new location. It should just be e- easy. You're to invincible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so that happened and it didn't work. And in the meanwhile, I was ready to spread my wings. So three years later, I bought my Loco out. And wow! You wanted to spend time with his his store too. He yeah. felt he was right, so we bought him out. And um, did he ever work your store or just? Oh yeah, I know he he had to commit to I think it was two days or three days a week. Okay. And you know it, it was you know you'd have to drive down from Santa Cruz, but it was a cool thing for him because yeah. you know it's another operation, new people that he knew, or meeting all these new people. So and what's nice is you know we're forty five minutes away, so he had that connection from Carmel now to Santa Cruz. So we, yeah, we cross promoted both stores at the same time.
1: Yeah. People can so. go to Carmel for one thing and go to Santa Cruz for
2: another. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and Santa Cruz was the hub for everything. Yeah. You know, most people, you know, even though Sunshine was down here, you know, a lot of people went to Santa Cruz because it was just more selection.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Were you thing.
0: guys Were you guys carrying any, like you were doing these snowboard or ski buses, were you carrying like snow and ski gear?
2: Yeah, we started carrying Moro. We got Burton you know and okay. Sims it was mostly Sims and it was our first yeah Sunshine actually had Burton because they were a ski shop too okay I fell in and then they were just like you know we need to expand this because we're selling all this and snow is just blowing up so in 93 well this is after I opened bought out Locatelli but in 93 I opened Monterey Store location I'm in now
1: okay
2: um just because of snowboarding. And we used to sell 250 boards a year for a while. Yeah. dang, Just crazy. So we couldn't really justify doing that in Carmel. Yeah. And then within a year and a half, this store, Monterey, actually took over Carmel and just caught up with it in sales. And then the Carmel store started going down. And it just went down to a certain point and then Monterey stopped growing and Carmel started going down still. So this whole like, we need to clip Carmel. Yeah. Um, that was in, you know.
0: like, the early, mid-90s when there was a re- recession?
2: Yeah, we were, I got rid of it in uh, February 99. Okay. So, and I think it, it was the hardest, but it was the best thing I ever did, smartest yeah. thing I ever did. Because even though what Carmel is today, it they wouldn't survive. So and you, he, looked, he looked as a tourist store, too, at the same time.
1: You mentioned uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, earlier, yeah. How? What was like? You know, wh- which brands were popping back then?
2: Oh, well, obviously Stussy. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the fashion brand, Gotcha, Quicksilver, and then you had—I mean, shoot, Jimmy Z. Any, you know, those, those were the two big ones. And so it was Gotcha, Stussy was huge. Yeah, quick. Uh, Still haven't sold as many pants as I've ever had one, you know, skew.
1: The, the beach pants? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elastic yeah. waist. I had one. Yeah. Elastic still- waist, <laughs> brushed cotton. Oh, yeah. The most simple <laughs> thing you could ever imagine to build, yeah. but you would never wear it now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it kind of has to be here and there. Yeah, a little
1: bit. Outer Node kind of makes some stuff that's kind of like it yeah
2: I got a box <laughs> sitting in there just sent. I didn't even know about it, <laughs> <laughs> it was a P.O.'s I must have missed oh whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Uh, that's a separate show
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I want a pair that's the thing I, I've been eyeing those things
1: so 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 you had Carmel open and then you opened up Monterey uh, opener, and, Monterey 93 okay and then you shut down Carmel in 90, 99.
2: 99? Yeah. So I, both of them going for six years. Nice. Yeah. And it, and it worked for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're always chasing cash. You always, you know, pay you later and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's a cash flow. But obviously, you know, 20 years old, just trying to open the store, not getting the background of, you know, I consider I need my mom's side of me for the books and dad's side of me up front.
0: Yeah. With, with your locations there, is there like a high season, like a typical, you know, summer, June, July, August? And then, yeah, it, totally. you know, and then yeah. kind of weather, weather, you know, get through winter. Was was winter big with snow? And, I mean, you sold 250 boards. That's a lot for snowboards.
2: Yeah, it was at that time. Yeah. So, but it, it,
0: it's Some not.
1: gray marketing there? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> never gray market is just a pain in the ass. You know, it's not like those down south guys; they just roll in and pay full retail. <laughs>
1: and then you start. Come on, to, Kelly.
2: Then you start ordering up.
1: When you say Stuicy and Burton, there's gray market involved.
2: Oh yeah, but I never. <laughs> I did one Stuicy one. They even called me. I'm like, no, no. But I did it because I, I actually during that time I went and they order too. Oh I yeah! Advertising Surfer Magazine, Motocross action, way ahead of the game. You know, I was in Moto before anybody got in Moto. Huh? Okay. I grew up in Moto. Yeah. Motorcycles and it was part of that good crossover. But I got there even before they started jumping in. That's funny. Yeah. So I tried that. You know, Bow Surf. I got my first Echo Beach shorts from Bow Surf when I was in Fresno.
1: From mail order
2: from mail order yeah
1: that's yeah. so
2: awesome
0: that's yeah. awesome. so awesome so you saw you saw other people doing it and you're like shoot man I'm, I might as well just put in a, put in an ad and make some extra money
2: yeah well just uh, getting get big you yeah. know same, running after uh, be, get your name out there and be the big guy and it's like diversify
1: yeah. the portfolio
2: not knowing that the biggest guy that was doing mail order at that time was all about gray market <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy at Peter at surplus up north I remember yeah. that one yeah and I come to find out so yeah he's going big so like and every rep's taking the paper for him yeah oh uh, it's like how many smalls and how many mediums
1: no it's yeah. too large <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. so I was, I was never in that game yeah but those people made you know the shops are blowing that gray market up and making <laughs>
0: No, was, did you ever do did you guys ever get any like team riders whether surf skate or like? yeah no
2: we had a full surf team when we first opened my, my first team rider was Darren Sorensen. he was like the guy here yeah and but it was just the crew you know yeah. so we got to the point it's like we had 30 or 40 guys on the team it was just like this is too much and everybody wants you know you know petting the egos of everybody yeah With all my close friends it kind of you know it's like it, it just got out of hand yeah for sure So in this day and age, a team writer, fucking everybody's on the team. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You're a a basketball, you know. Free stickers, bro. You got a T-shirt and a a hoodie. Yeah, I think that's important, but it's at the same time. It's just how much is it really. Benefiting. Yeah. Well, you just got to pick the right guys, but it's just, it just blew up in my face and, you know. Some of my friends got butt hurt because I said, "Hey, it's not going to do a team anymore." Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not living at mom and dad's condo for no rent. I yeah, guess. you know, I have five kids you now. <laughs> I have a house, mortgage, and you know, bills are bills.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, did you get into the private label uh, right away in the beginning with with uh, on the beach? Well, it's
2: right. nice is on the beach. You know, obviously, we're in a tourist destination too. At the same time. Mm-hmm. So Carmel is a big icon name, and yeah, so we definitely did. So we spanned our logos out. Uh, One of my best friends does our logos. He took over and just made it uh, John O'Connor. He does a lot of people's. We know John O'Connor. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah. yeah, Yesterday's. Yep. Yesterday's screen printing, and he does all O'Neill up here. He does some specific wave. He does moon doggies. Does
1: he still work for yesterday's? Uh, yeah, wow, yeah. Arbor. That's got to be like 20 plus, maybe almost 30 years that he's been doing that. Yeah, right? I think it's 30 years. Wow, yeah. we chat every day, you know. About tell business. him, tell him, I said, tell him, Lyndon from Huntington Surfing Sports said hello. Oh, yeah, if I will. he remembers, sure. yeah, yeah, no, he does.
2: Yeah,
1: our rep was Rambo, Brad Rambo. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, Rambo's
2: is his independent trading company, yeah,
1: yeah, he's not yeah. doing too bad either, huh? Oh, yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> You know, this is a weird time right now, so it's this like we just got to get back on track. I don't yeah. know what to mean by so, so, but yeah, Rambo's you know, he's talking to Rambo. I just talked to him yesterday, he said he just talked to Rambo a little bit, so nice, yep, he's still in.
1: So, so you, you um, 99, you shut down Carmel, um. Yep.
2: And then within two years, we did as we did more business with just one store.
1: Yeah, that's so. crazy. So what? What's the difference? You think uh, is it is it uh, between Monterey and Carmel? Is it just more of a, a a year round business and more population that makes it that much more well, successful? Or
2: Carmel's such a tourist town, you know, if you looked upon it as a tourist business, and we've always been about locals. Yeah. Day one, even in Carmel, there was a huge local vibe um, there, and it just started deteriorating. People parking got issues, you know. Hey, I live here, but all these tourists are coming. So, when we opened Monterey, we actually found out a lot of Carmel people are coming actually to our Monterey location. Yeah, so and it was you know, this was 3,000 square feet. The other one was when we first opened, I think it was 2,100 square feet. Mm-hmm. And then we added to it after I bought Locatelli and got a little more room, but it's still this was a bigger store, a little more updated compared to the Carmel one. Yeah. You know, we just were so embedded in in Neon that it kept on staying there a little bit longer <laughs> than it should have. So, but That's we it. had a cool little board riders section. They've come in and revamped it. So we've, you know, heavily involved. With Quicksilver, love Quicksilver. Yeah. So. Did, did you came. have
1: some uh, Kelly appearances? At, yeah, years? no, we
2: actually had Kelly came up and stayed at my house for three nights. What? Yeah. Did you charge him good. rent?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's a grom. But we actually had it was a black and white tour. So we oh, had no way. Shane Basham. Noah Bedreau, Willie Morris, uh Kelly, Holbrook was there. That's amazing. Yeah. And we we took him down to a, a nice big surf spot that, you know, Mr. the late Peter Dabby kinda just rolled right in and took him down there and showed him what's up. Nice. Um yeah, Willie's just, oh my god, I miss that guy every day. Yeah. Um so it was just epic. He was killing it out there so and it was, it was a solid eight foot that day too wow yeah
1: that video is will ever for be etched in my mind that's probably one of the best you know surf videos ever black and white
2: oh yeah yeah but it's cool because it they were filming it and Richard was on that trip too so Wilcox was, Willie was on it yeah so I have a picture of me Shane that Willie took Willie uh, of Kelly, me, Bedreau, and Shane. Nice.
1: You're gonna have to get us uh, a bunch of photos from from archive photos from yeah. the past and, and some of the new uh, some some updated ones too.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, so here we are. Let's talk about present day COVID Ugh. situation.
2: Ugh. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It's, it's uh, a new day. Every day I've been just embedded myself on every project that I wanted me doing for the last, you know, since I reopened this, the new location. So let's backtrack actually real quick. So nine, uh, 2000, I paid off all my loans. I took an SBA loan cause obviously stores and I went through a divorce and just got everything. So in 2000, one, 2002, my landlord came in and was going, Hey, I'm going to, we need it. We're going to tear down the building you're in.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. Debt free. Everything's paid off. And it's like, really? Okay. So this landlord's and there. They're great people. They'd moved me down to Kennery row, which is only two blocks away down from the aquarium on the same street. Yeah. Yeah. Which we look, our store looks down at Kenner row. So we're in such a great spot. Um, from that iconic, you know, our very tourist, it's like being, you know, two blocks away from the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk, just a great location, but very visible. So our building got torn down. So now I have to go back into debt, <laughs> Damn. Talk to us, you know, and get that. So now we're in a 6,000 square foot store, beautiful. You know, they have a condo or apartments above us. And uh so basically I got to build my dream store from ground level, ground up.
0: Yeah. Were you were you able to salvage anything like like fixture wise or cool you know, POP from the other
2: store? Not one thing. Oh wow. Nope. Nope. Even our fish tank went down. <laughs> Oof. We always had a fish tank in the store. But but on the other hand it's just like, okay, reset yourself. What are you gonna look in the future? Well, how's it gonna look? And as you know, I, I basically well, I call it the surf village, but I have built this tropical paradise that I'm in. Everything's pictures, everything's custom built. All the wood is all made out of you know, look to be koa wood. Um, it's timeless. Yeah, you know, it's, it's my own surf village. So you know, you go to Pirates of Caribbean, love that. It, yeah, like the same for the next thirty years. It's still fu- fucking cool shit.
1: Yeah, I love and I love that kind of you know. Surf Americana vibe. Yeah.
2: I mean it's timeless. I mean yeah. every guy's dream is to be surfing somewhere tropical yep. with a girl and living on the beach. That's yeah. a pretty you know, simple one, but it's good ways every day and that. So that's what we – people walk in and we feel like they're on vacation already in this yeah. tropical paradise. And it's timeless. That's yeah. the thing.
1: It's timeless. And people will, will walk in there and go, damn – this is different. And then, yeah. you know, go back to where they live and go, hey, if you ever go to Monterey, you got to stop in on the beach and check out their decor. Yeah. You
2: know? I mean, you go down, up, down the coast. You look at, I look at Moondoggies. I look at Ponchos. Yeah. I look at even Huntington Surfing Sport. I mean, just you go in there and just look around. You yeah. don't even, you know, the shopping's there, but just the store itself is insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: So. Yeah, you you want people to come in and, and you know as a retailer spend as much time in the store whether it's looking at product or just enjoying what you what yeah. you have yeah. yeah like your surfboard collection you know or the, the imagery the photos you collected over the years that's cool
2: totally yeah so are you doing anything uh, online or brick and mortar only um, well. As I said earlier, I did mail order, Yeah, and I literally had the very first online store Hmm. as a shop out before anybody.
1: So you were the first to to do e-com on on the internet?
2: Yep, and I was the first one to go down, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First in, first out?
2: First in, first out. I mean, it was just like I built – I had one catalog, and – it was pretty much outdated before it even hit the shelves and before it got mailed out. It's just, it just, I did everything wrong and it just took me away from the stores and took me what I do best. And I'm a floor guy. I'm out front, you know, front lines. So uh,
1: what we like to do is uh, talk about, you know, obviously you've been around for 34 years, right? It'll be your 34th year this year. And over the years, I mean, you know, you, you're you're somewhat of a one man show, but you do have employees, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. So on a in, in a typical year, you know, outside of COVID, before before how many how many guys would you have on the floor, and like how many people do you employ at like the high times of the season?
2: So I I go from on floor, you know, the average is four people a day to six on the floor weekends and you know we have these certain hours that we'll bring in house six because we want to make sure everybody gets serviced correctly and you know unfortunately we get you know gotta watch the floor security wise too at the same time yeah but it's more about taking care of the customer because that's who's taking care of us
1: yeah so do you have full when when, uh, during normal times yeah I have um, four
2: full employees wow and the rest are part timers Um, but these full employees are also kind of going to school too. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I had a called a lifer, but I had a guy named Kyle Goldbeck, which is actually just, I saw him today and he was with me for 17 years.
1: Damn.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. He came as a Grom, worked his way up all that. And then it got to the, you know, had a kid and, you know, to a certain extent he had to move up to the next level. And it's like, Hey, I got this opportunity. I was like, Hey, you should take it. And, you know, I wish him luck, but I haven't been able to replace that. Obviously, that long, it's hard to replace someone like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry. You know,
2: yeah. with being one operation store, I got you know take a lot on my plate more than I probably should have. But branching out and giving some more duties out there and giving it back, I got three new three people that I'm really working with, and I think they have a lot of future here.
1: Yeah. So are you are you doing the the full time people? Are you offering health insurance or any kind Uh, of benefits
2: not yet Uh, we had those back in the day when i thought i was going to be blowing up with all these and i had 30 employees and i was just going more in the hole every month so i'm kind of still gun shy of just kind of trying to blow it back up again
1: yeah
2: so i wanted to feel comfortable about that the next venture obviously with kova right now it's like people are calling us do you do mail order it's like yeah we'll do facetime we'll shop with you but we don't have a uh, website to shop off of, uh, which we need. Yeah. So that's in the works, but we've been doing, we've been doing actually okay. Yeah. But
0: that's a big commitment to do online. You got to, you know,
2: and a it, lot of resources and, it, and time. Totally. And that's where I'm gun shy. If we do online, it's only going to be our own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And dumb, dumb stuff that's sex wax t shirts, stuff that we can easily get that's always in stock, always that we will carry. But there's no sense going full blown Ch-
0: was, chasing yeah. seasonal items that are in and out like
2: yeah, every I mean, few weeks. I, so, hate to, yeah, I hate to say our vendors are are a competition.
1: Yeah, can we can we do something? And you know, it might be a touchy subject, but let's let's talk about you know you being first in on on internet sales and and first out. Like, walk us through that experience. Like, what? Why did you get on first? And and what was it like? And then what led to its demise? Um, me, me, <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> I'm the blame. you know, big, big dreams didn't come through. Didn't know how to put it together. You know, I would fall back on, going, hey, I didn't go to school. See to my pants. It wasn't properly <laughs> planned and planned at all. It was all seat of the pants retail guy trying to go make a business out of it
1: yeah
2: you know that you got it. there's no it's nuts and bolts it's black and white when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's not about the passion of selling the item to the customer and seeing the stoke that they get
1: yeah so yeah but, but
0: the, the way you're approaching it now with you know having your own stuff on there you get a lot of you know, tourists that come and you know they might head back to their home into their town, and somebody might see that item and be like, "Oh, I, you know, I probably won't make it to Carmel
2: or, or Monterey or wherever, but I want that shirt." Yeah. You know? I mean, we've always done mail order. Yeah. That's yeah. We, those people have always called us, and it was always for our own stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, let's you know? let's talk about the internet thing too, because I I, I find it kind of uh, interesting now that it's people are starting to go back to it, right? Because. You weren't the only one. You might have been the first guy to do it, but there's definitely everyone jumped on the bandwagon. You know? Like, I remember Huntington Surfing Sport trying to get into it. I remember Surfside getting into it. I remember everybody getting into it and then finding out that it was way more of a a money. A whole other business. Well, yeah. yeah, And a whole other business that took another department almost. Right. And then, and then, uh, I think it was pretty lucrative for maybe a couple of years. I don't really know, but it seemed like, okay, we have an e-com department. We have e-com inventory. We have, you know, an e-com business run separately from the brick and mortar. And then, totally. and then slowly, but surely people started falling off, right?
2: Well, I think, yeah. And I think going back to the guy that I think, that really kinda of set it off and he's blowing it up and saying he was blowing it, it was Dave Hollander with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they probably were. You know, that's yeah. you hear all the stories, you know how reps talk, you know, yeah. those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who what, <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's blowing it up. You know. yeah. But you do hear those stories, and you're like, oh. I want my piece of the pie too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, but um, I think Hollander, I think it blew, you know, I think he was very successful, but, you know, I don't know if there was a lot of gray market there or something or just how people were talking, but in all, I think it was his demise too yeah. at the same time.
1: Well, it's, it's crazy because there's <laughs> definitely a lot of different factors that um, led to people getting off it. Uh, yeah. but I think you know the elephant in the room is direct to consumer and Amazon right totally oh for sure those are those two are the biggest that. factors yeah but that it is you had to be
2: in a computer in your face yeah your computer's in your pocket now yeah yeah so everything's changed yeah. yeah so it's you know
1: now it's but, just, it's just finding the right way to utilize that you know f- that way of business that you can work with right Totally. yeah yeah so let's so. let's get off let's get off surfing the internet and into <laughs> real surfing yeah <laughs> well,
0: well I wanted to ask you know you I saw that you're you do rentals you know for for yep uh surf and snowboard and skis or and skis yeah and how's that how's that like factor into like you know, profitability and, and helping
2: just sell product in store. It does. Well, I mean, you know, we're still gun shy of snowboards. We're not what we're, no one's selling like they used to. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the seasons, you know, we got out, we took out Hades for three years after the, um, that long ass uh, drought, drought. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot going on today, but yeah, the drought has killed everybody. And yeah, yeah. It, okay but we still did the rentals we kept our feet in it because i i love you know it's, it brings another different kind of clientele in our business that but might it's make... also a passion too for you totally totally i mean my daughters they're 26 and 24 that was our go to that was you know i went through a divorce and that she, my ex, couldn't take it away. This was our little thing that she couldn't take away. Couldn't get involved and get her fingers in our business, <laughs> so as she did all the time. <laughs> but that was our that was our deal, you know. So yeah. They didn't, they didn't, you know. They liked the beach, but you know, whatever. But when it came to snowboarding, that was their our packed our deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so, so your daughters grew up in the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both daughters worked
2: in the shop. <laughs> yeah they had at 18 years old they had to go work somewhere else for a year Hmm. so i made them you know you can work for me so
0: they could appreciate and get a better perspective on like yeah how other people are as bosses
2: yeah just you know my daughter shelby the oldest one um she literally went across the street there's a cvs and she got applied for a job and she worked at cvs for a whole year wow Yeah, so I went across the street, and you know, and she's here's my daughter in a little CVS outfit. That's know? crazy. Why not yeah. go
1: and work for
2: uh, your mom and dad? Well, my mom and dad were, you know, in Fresno. Yeah. So, but they they sold their businesses. Um, they've already retired with that. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: So wait, so they sold that that crazy agriculture chemical. Yeah, they got
2: out. I actually they said, Okay, my dad's like, Okay, I'm gonna sell this, but if you're not feeling what you're doing is what you wanna do, um I, you can come back and be a part of it and take it over someday. And I would have made a lot more money there. <laughs> <laughs> but But you wouldn't been at the, the beach. To, but I'd also have to live there. Yeah. Yeah. So my heart's here, you know, my sand my feet are in the sand. What about so, your, your
1: siblings, though? They didn't
2: take it well, over. My bre- well, we had a couple businesses. I-, I was supposed to take over the hardware. My parents still kept. So they were selling one of their business off the hardware and tire business. OK. So that's what they were referring to, that they keep it in the family and all that. If I come back and run that and okay. take over that. My brother is very involved with the the chemical side, and you have to know what you're doing with chemicals and yeah. all that. He's certified and all this, and I'm like had nothing, you know. And that that business there was actually the big money maker,
1: right? And that's still going. And
2: well, it's still going, but it bought. They sold that out years okay. ago too. To they're like the last independent out. So yeah, they did uh, well, and it goes back to my dad's relationship with all the farmers that he has been taken care of, you right. know, the big boys, you kind of get, kind of getting squeezed, I would say, out because they can afford to give a little lesser price because they're that, they're that big. Yeah. National yeah. companies. Got
0: it. Uh, hear that far too many times. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: But he held his own. So that's, yeah. that, that was a good part. And he got some good money from it. So
1: I, I love stories yeah. like that, you know, like that's, since that's 1925. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah so
1: so obviously you've been let's talk about surfing and uh, tell us some of the best surf or what's the best surf trip you ever had
2: Uh, well my first big one well I went to North Shore for like six years in a row nice Um,
1: and are you comfortable in the big stuff
2: I was at one point you know I mean I think I was (laughs) <laughs> They're comfortable but comfortable enough you know it's like nice. 10 to 12 foot waves is kind of i'd say my max but then i got also into ocean rescue after my divorce or right before i went and got on the ocean rescue team of the fire department here oh. it's a volunteer thing and then that's when tow surfing was coming on strong and i grew up with riding motocross so on the pwc it was just like second nature
1: Oh wow,
2: okay. Sean Lodio's class at K thirty eight. Actually I took it with Peter Mel. We had a three day night ops, all that. So That sounds awesome. Yeah, came with K thirty eight certified driver and then Ghost Tree happened. Whew. So since the day Peter Mel and Adam towed it first one year and then the So next were those
1: guys the first guys to surf it? So they're no, the it first true.
2: guys to tow it. To There's guys, it. Local guys around here have been kind of surfing this little nugget off to the side.
1: Yeah.
2: and call it a nug, a 10 foot, you know, nug. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but they didn't surf the outer part of it, the wave. So I came out and we got another local guy, Don Curry, um, was part of the Maverick scene. He was charging up there. And we brought him. You know, he's part of the crew. So I bought two skis. I was going through my divorce, all about going to the lake with my daughters. Like, oh, go to the lake. Oh, so I named both skis Shelby and Shauna. <laughs> so, yeah, funny. I'm through our divorce, all of a sudden we show up at court, and my ex-wife got pictures of these skis with their names on it inside my yard. <laughs> yeah, but this is business. We're we're towing. You yeah, know, we're.
1: Towing. She's trying to get use it against you. Oh, one hundred percent.
2: So you were out that day, uh, Adam and Pete towed. I wasn't out that day, but every day that there after that, yeah, so it went by another year. The day that Adam and Peter towed, there was that one picture of Peter was actually on the cover of Go, uh, on Surfer magazine.
1: I gotta find that. You he know, he's, he's he was just on our podcast. Yeah, I heard
2: yeah. it was cool because I've seen Peter grow up all these years. to yeah. surf against him in WSAs and all that back yeah. in the day when I thought I actually can surf.
1: <laughs>
2: we and found out that I was just kind of just got to paddle out and hang out with him. <laughs> one, of, one of our little. Uh,
0: boys uh timmy reyes surfed uh, that he had a couple of good stories about yeah surfing
1: out there and i Jackson was out this yeah he, yeah so you Set you might have been out that day that it was he described to us his worst wipeout ever and it was at yeah. ghost trees
2: yeah i was out there when <laughs> jughead broke his leg
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh. jughead came out pallet out he just got off the plane came out skin dogs longboard, board which i still have i gotta give that back to him but he came out and put on a show. This guy was doing freaking jumps off these freaking like whoopty doos Wow So off these big boils and just going mental and killing it, but then all of a sudden he overextended and broke his leg. Wow. Oof. So
1: How where? On his on his like thigh the femur bone or the Yep,
2: yep, exactly.
1: The hardest bone bone to break? Yep. Uh- what what happened? How, how
2: did you do that? His pork to turn, you know, you're in straps. Uh, and the board just came back around and just dug. Oh, my Oof. God. Yeah. But he was killing it. But, yeah, every day I was towing in Joel Fitzgerald. Yeah. Fritzy. So we were in center spread of surfing life on one of his waves out there.
0: Sick.
2: So, yeah.
0: It yeah. must have been intense being out in that type of surf, even if you're on a, a you know, wave runner?
2: Uh, yeah, there's there's one year, I mean, most of the years since they opened, um, or since Ghostry started breaking, you know, all the boys started coming down. Um, Tyler Smith, Russell Smith, got clobbered on one wave. I went and grabbed their ski, grabbed them, took them to their ski. They would have been toast if I didn't grab them.
1: Right.
2: So, but, you know, every year there's Don Curry got the wave cover shot on Surfer on that one big wave, um, and then just put it on the map.
0: Yeah. So That's Hawaii, amazing. you got some good experience there. What other where where other adventures have you been? Uh, tabby three times. Nice. Look at so, you.
1: Yeah. You're goofy foot, <laughs> right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah. My my new go place is you know going back home and redeeming myself in the valley. <laughs> Valley boy it's crazy I used to deliver chemicals to Lamore. that's crazy oh my gosh I know that whole zone and my brother married a girl from Lamore when her dad was stationed at the Navy boat yeah so kind of feeling like going back home and surfing my hometown in a way
1: so let's talk about that how you know you being from that area when you first heard about it, what were you thinking? You're like, "What is this real?" Yeah, I know.
2: You know, just like everybody else, you see that first wave and you see it go down, and then you're just like, dude, Lamore, really? Yeah, you should have called me. I got, I got family. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I could have hooked you up. You know, you're maybe cheaper land or something. But oh my gosh, you know that? Uh, no, it's just mind-boggling. And then obviously, I went with you. Uh, Lennon on that outer known my first trip to the ranch. Yeah, was that the first time you saw the wave live in yeah. front of my face? Yeah. yeah, and then just you know you're in a kid in a candy store. You got all these all these vendors, all these people that you heard about their shops, and you know egos flying and raw <laughs> But holy, you sit there all day and look at it, going, "Who wins my turn?" And, you know it was excitement, but it's like, as you know. You know, first when I got there, like, oh yeah, or before, like, I don't know if you can come, but I don't know if you you're gonna make the cut. Like, yeah, um, I better make the cut. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to
0: go all the way there and
2: just watch. Oh yeah, but even that is insane just to watch. just like, but yeah. yes, yeah, it's going to the those club on those, and on you're those... like, I, I, I want to <laughs> lap dance, <place,"> you know, <laughs> or just seeing your friend. So get on in, those surf like, shop
0: uh, days. Sorry. Are those uh, surf shop days at the ranch? Are you guys like vibing each other are you guys all getting along?
2: Well, so I'll finish my story because it's actually on the, the outer known day. You know, I was in, my name's on there. I went with Aaron Pie. Trevor was on there too. I brought her, I got to bring a friend. And all of a sudden I'm in the, you know, in my heat about to go out and I asked Aaron I'm like, hey, where's Trevor? I was like, oh, he's sick. And I'm like, Oh well, can I have? You know, I have a friend there that wanted to do it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's, they're already expecting one person." So they let my friend go in. So here comes the wave, and I'm just like, I haven't surfed for a little bit, but kind of wait for it. And that wave's so tricky, and it's so different from the ocean wave. Yeah, You have to kind of rethink how it does, but JJ, you know, my ego what, got involved and listen well to what to do. So I missed my first wave. And it was obviously, you know, we only got halfway. <laughs> and I missed it. Okay. I'm like, oh, I almost had it. It's like, oh, bummer. He probably got Man.
1: off. Hold, got. hold on, Kelly. Lar, we intro. can hear you.
2: I don't have her number. Mom, you got to text mom
0: for her, her number. He took it off his more. micro.
1: He took off his headphone thinking that we can't yeah. hear him.
0: Tell so her you got home late and you're trying he to get
1: on. <laughs> hey, Lar, we can yeah. hear you. Sorry. <laughs> what an I thought idiot! I was up the mic. No, you idiot! We can totally hear you.
0: Junior's got uh, issues logging into uh, tutoring.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. So we, have, we have tutoring. Hey,
1: hey, we can't work like this, Lar.
0: We're we're just we're, we got dyslexia <laughs> running through our family. We
1: can't work like this. He was telling us about his uh, first experience surfing the ranch. Okay, All you right, missed. Start, start. You missed. He missed his first wave. I
2: missed my first wave. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just did that!" And then so goes. So wait, down.
1: you missed it? Like you you paddled for it, and it I went under it was you. actually
2: on it, and I just if two
1: more strokes would have been perfect.
2: I just blew it, yeah, just overamped and all this. And as I'm paddling
1: back, and you know, you got like, dude, how deflated there, like... were you though? Sorry, sorry to cut <laughs> you off. What? How deflated were you? Like oh. how how like embarrassed and like your heart just sank right. It's sink. <laughs> here comes, here
2: comes the good part, or, or better or, I didn't call it good, but so I'm paddling back out. Like, oh my tail between my legs. I'm like, yeah, about crying inside. Yeah. Like, yeah I can't cook, I cooked it? And I paddled up to my next spot. I'm gonna take the left. And the lifeguard's all, well, hey man, um, you know, sorry you missed that way, but do you want me to push you in? I'm like. My ego's going to push me in right, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. So as the wave comes, my butterflies are still kicking more in now. As I'm literally going, pulling over the falls, trying to get on this left, I'm screaming, I wish you pushed me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my ego was shot, and the whole day I sat there looking at all these guys, and I – Feel I can serve. There's some guys I can serve circles around. Just watching them, I'm like really, but <laughs> like, you got up, yeah, you got the way. <laughs> and I basically sat there all day saying, "Hmm." So I feel like this, you know, making out with this hot chick all day, <laughs> trying to get in there. And she finally says, "Yes." Nothing, nothing, just <laughs> nothing. and all of a sudden she's just like, "Okay, let's do it." And I'm just like. that's how i felt all day and and there's all eyes on you oh yeah i I was just and i just went to land like dude you need to get me back in there (laughs) he's like no there's still people that aren't aren't here that doesn't even serve but i'm just like yeah but oh man and my friend that i took he got two ways and he killed it because <laughs> so, you didn't have the butterflies, you didn't have his yeah. Period, he's like, oh, okay, all right, sweet. Did, did you bring your own boards, obviously,
0: and everything, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, bring my own yeah. board, but yeah. I
1: just, so wait uh, a minute, you blew two
2: waves. <laughs> I blew the two waves that I was allowed, <laughs> and uh, super embarrassed. I don't. But I didn't know this. Guys did the same thing,
1: Kelly. I didn't but know that you blew your two waves. I I, I never even knew.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say the beers were flowing early that day. Um, I, I couldn't even drink, I was so distraught. <laughs> but, but yeah, Margie's Margie's are definitely, but I was just I I waiting and all the hype of the experience, I just I just had to have more. And I told my friend the experience, what happened this next. He's like, I'm going to the ranch. So he got on the group and I kinda like, Well, don't do this, don't do that and he kinda and he got it. But he was so excited he did his own trip with another friend and he invited me he's like he's like you know I know you had a bad trip last time and you know once you come on my trip I'm like cool I'll be you know he brought me as a poacher he so this guy we're driving there he brings me him and his son he spent ten thousand dollars for the day Wow how many people the whole way there he's like, well I had a good year but he's like I can't believe I spent ten thousand dollars on my. I can't believe you did that, but thank you for bringing me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, how many people,
1: how many people that day?
2: There's only like six of them. Oh my God. Big rollers that just bought the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have their own slots. Right. Yeah. So So he was one of six that
0: paid and then he brought whoever he wanted to bring.
2: Yeah. And then he gave me a couple ways. I finally got it. I'm like, got it down. I was just like, Oh, Okay, I'm in again. You yeah, know, I know how to do this and got excited. And it just, you, you know, you get to know the wave, you understand a little bit more, and then it's on. So I'm like, well, shit, I can do this. I ran snow chips before. So I listen, actually listen to this, Laura. <laughs> I annied ante, up and bought a day. Wow. And just like, I got enough, you know, people that I know, and, you know, this is this Misto thing. So I literally booked it. And I booked and I told, threw it out there. I sold it out in four days. Sick. Yeah. So. That what was your, better.
0: What, what was your, like, invite, like, cap?
2: Like, what, how many did you? 12 just... guys. 12. It was only 12 guys. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So, so.
0: it's not cheap, but it's, like,
2: reasonable. No, it's not, and... it's not cheap, but it's a yep. buck list. And when I left there, and even, so when we were leaving, as a guy was saying, I can't believe I spent 10 bucks. Ten bucks, ten thousand. He's just like, that's the best ten thousand dollars I ever spent. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm glad you
1: spent (laughs) because it was best free I ever had. (laughs) So, so Lar, he booked it, right? He he booked his own day, three days in a row. No, 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 four. Four. (laughs) So
2: the next, I booked the first trip, sold it out. I'm like, oh my god, I need more. I want more. So more people and I got it out through our my social and people I know. And so I booked two days first in December. And then all of a sudden I sold those out in a week. And then all these guys are talking, you know, it's big dough to have your name on that contract Yeah, and sh- sweating it. I'm losing sleep. I can't believe this. And like, oh, I owe this. And, and then my other friends like, well, Hey, I'm like, I already sold out, dude. I'm not just like, well, if I get four more people, would you do it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, OK. And then more, four more people signed up. And then it's like, OK, third day sold out. Like, oh, no more, no more, no more, no more. And then it was just like two other guys called, three other guys. i like, well, I, I can handle four days in a row at the ranch, <laughs> You know? And so then you, also, we sold that out.
1: You went for four days in a row in 2019 or 18? Uh, 19 oh my yeah, god yeah this last December
2: we had four days in a row first second third and fourth or it was yeah it was a Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday <laughs> is That'd it be... cheaper then or is it the same uh, it's a little cheaper than norm but it's still crazy I mean it's still up there
1: yeah. but it's
2: the cheapest time during to the go whole season yeah and it's also, obviously the water's colder yeah but you know four threes you guys from, you know, SoCal have to wear 5'4". <laughs> how was the conditions? Insane. Damn. Yeah,
1: the best pros of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then some. Did you get the backhand tube uh,
2: at all? Uh, I was a little scared of that, but I got a couple little hits for sure. But the luckily I um, traded off with a guy that's regular. So I'm like, oh, I'll take all the lefts and take all the rights. Yeah. <laughs> so that worked out nicely for me
1: yeah that back the 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 right tube is a little trickier than the left yeah the
2: the right well I don't know I got on the back of the ski and just watched the whole thing go down yeah and literally that the right's the best barrel for sure
1: yeah I just don't know how to tube ride at all
2: <laughs> I don't know I've seen a pretty damn good video of you Barrel Dodger. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, so have you um, – tabby you've done that. Any, any other uh, great destinations? <laughs> no, necessarily. I mean I got five
2: kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't get out much and, you know, it's not – I don't really want to go far away from them. And so it is what it is. But I would say my go-to spot is definitely –
1: Lamore. <laughs>
2: huh? Lamore, yeah. Going back home. You know, I walked I drove away from there just like a tabby trip. I don't want to go around the world,
1: you know, that yeah.
2: far and literally I'm pretty stoked on just going there and that's my trip. That's awesome. Yeah. Any um yeah, any other way pools like you you've seen and no. watched? No, once you've been to J Bay you don't want to go to a beach break. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know Hey, hey Larry He's got uh December booked again So
2: Yeah I got three days I got Day and a half Already full So I got more Another day and a half To fill So So we'll you know, funny, Been hearing that You haven't gone yet Nope Nope Still Still waiting
0: Still waiting for that invite Yeah <laughs> no, I think I, I've been invited But I, I just I I was out of town On the two times I think it happened
2: Yeah I think the invites this year are going to be a little tougher because you know they for sure,
1: for sure. You know, yeah. But (laughs)
2: they, you know, we'll see what
0: happens when they when they open up like these three or four pools down in um,
1: Palm Palm Springs. Springs.
2: Yeah, that's going to be be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the Kelly one's supposed to be twice as big. No,
2: I don't think so. I talked to those guys there. Oh, really? Wider. So the water will calm down a little bit faster. Okay. But it, they say it's the same pool. I kind of thought it was going to be, you know, it, the, it going down straight in the middle and there'll be one wave on one side, one wave on the other side. And they said that's not the case. Huh.
0: Mm. Which too I bad.
2: Think, wouldn't you want to flip it and just have two waves at the same time going? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the one in um,
0: Austin. That, that one has it down the middle. and.
2: It's not identical ways, but it's it's not like Kelly's way. Oh, not even
0: close. It's like Old Man's. But I heard
2: they bought that and they're retrofitting it. They're redoing it. Yeah. But I think that it's not down the middle. I mean, it's it's still one-sided. They are retrofitting, but it's going to be just a little wider. So you have more time to um, the water. So you have more so Instead of four minutes waiting, maybe you wait three minutes. Yeah. Mm. So that would be more waves of the day.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm
0: just wondering with more pools that the pricing will will come down with competition.
2: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I when I know what I'm going to buy when I win the lottery. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. a mega yacht and going to all these surf spots. Like I'm nah, every ride. day. Kelly's Reef. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Take me there. Exactly. Well, cool, I heard man.
2: OceanSide tubes might be possible. Yeah,
1: Oceanside's supposed to have another one too. Have a, a wave pool.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: More and more. Bring it on.
1: All for it. All right. Well, I think we got a lot of good stories out of you, Kelly. Um, yes Appreciate Let's wrap. You guys, let's wrap it up, uh, and let's uh, tell us the Instagram account.
2: Uh, OTB Surf eighty six. All
1: right. That's OTB Surf Shop eighty six on Instagram.
2: Yeah. If anybody uh, wants an info on the Surf Ranch, they can email me at Kelly at onthebeachsurfshop dot com. We'll send them info.
1: What's uh, what's the shop number? Eight three one six four six nine two eight three. Nice, nice. Yeah. Anything else you want to promote or say or? I just you know. Lo- shop local.
2: Shop surf local. Shop. I, I I don't want to call them a dying breed, but you got to keep it core.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I understand how easy it is to take a shit and order your shit up on you know Amazon at the same time, but you're taking away tax dollars. You're taking away for us to support local schools. You know, Amazon's sure not taking giving back to local schools or the local you know the surf crowd. Yeah, locally. yeah.
0: Or or answering you know like. Tech questions or, or being able to like service you know the the customer like you guys are that's you guys are are it you're the core shop that's what people need to realize.
2: Oh, yeah, I had a woman one day trying three suits, and I told her, "Oh, this suit will fit you way better." Just looking at her body style, it fit. She's like, "Oh, this fits killer!" It's like, "Oh, this is perfect." It's like, "Well, let me go back and let me do some research on this suit." Oh. And I, I just thought, I was like, really. I'm like, I'm like, how old's the internet? Yeah. 20 years? I'm like, I've been doing this for 30 plus years. You don't need an internet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, but some people are just that way. They just need to have their own little documentation. It's like, well, I'll yeah, those show you what's up. Yeah.
0: Are you having to do uh, competitive price matching just to, so, you know? Uh,
2: Technically, I I refuse to because if you open that door up, it's just going to always be that way. Yeah, yeah. All our prices, every surf shop selling this is suggested retail, so everybody yeah. should be selling them at that price. Right. long time, as you see, you know, oh, I found a suit on this. Well, that's last year's suit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, they don't have your size. That's why you're here. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: You know, I I, I think you the brand pay for. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that the brands that are going to be able to protect MSRP and, and hold, hold you know, value for the core retailer and and not discount are the ones that are going to, you know, ultimately stay around,
2: you know.
1: Yeah. Any advice for our listeners, Kelly? Stay
2: core. Stay core, baby. Stay core. Baby. core. You know, keep your lifestyle and make it happy. You know, that's what it's all about. and Enjoy every day because tomorrow might not be here.
1: Yeah.
2: We hear you. So... Spread aloha, surf with aloha.
1: Nice. Well, Kelly Sorensen, on the beach surf shop, thanks for your time today.
2: Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
1: It's been real. Maybe uh, after this COVID thing, maybe we can slide into uh, slide into uh, Lemoore where you're a local.
2: <laughs> I am. I, I claim that harder than anybody. <laughs> I'm the valley boy,
0: you know. Well, thanks for your time, buddy. Yeah. Congrats on your 34 years in business. uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your time.
2: All right. Appreciate you guys. Keep it up. Peace. We off?
1: Off.
0: (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed
1: the show.